Hello, and welcome to Inspiration Ideas, where we share insight, ideas, and data to live more fulfilled and purposeful lives. All right, so straight into today's topic, highly requested, and it's about social media use and how if used in the wrong way, it can actually be harmful. All right, so social media is a great tool for reconnecting with friends, family, you know, sharing information, sharing talents, or, you know, just showing off some accomplishments. But social media does, however, come with major downsides. One of these major downsides is an increase in anxiety and depression. So there was a UPenn study. They took a case study of a group of people and they basically put them on these social media apps, you know, Twitter, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, what have you. And they studied these groups of people off of various lengths of time. So they had a group that was on there for you know, an extended period of time, constantly scrolling, checking, you know, looking at people's stories, what have you. And they saw an increase in the levels of anxiety and depression versus the group who, you know, open their social media maybe just once throughout the day. And you can actually read more about this study online. Just type in UPenn social media study, you know, experiment and it'll pop up. Another potential downside is this increase in self-comparison. So, you know, every time you log onto a social media site, whether you're aware or not, these micro comparisons are taking place. And these comparisons take place based upon the frequency that we use these apps. And it's not necessarily healthy, or actually it's really not healthy at all. So let's say, you know, you log on, you see a rapper, you see a TV personality, maybe they're close in age to you, you know, they're like a peer. They seem like they're living the time of their life. You know, they're taking trips, they're performing. They just did this, they just started this show, they just starred in this movie, whatever it is. And you know, you may just be sitting on at your couch you know, at home, in a living room, or you may just be in your dorm room, you know, or maybe you just got back from, you know, Chick-fil-A or something, and now you're, you're, you're looking at someone else's life, and don't get me wrong, there is a such thing as being inspired, but after a certain amount of time, when you're constantly seeing this, and you feel like you're not progressing, or maybe you're not progressing because you're constantly trying to draw inspiration from these other people a little too much, and you start to feel like, you know, you're not doing anything. You know, even though you may be a student or an athlete or working, you may start to compare your ordinary life to someone else's highlight reel. And this is done repeatedly throughout the day. You know, every time we swipe, 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 this is going on. And it may not even have to be a celebrity. It can be someone on your campus, right? Someone that you actually know personally, maybe even a relative. And you feel like you're not living up to the standard of the image that's being presented to you, right? Because that's what it is, is an image. No one is posting, you know, or I can't say no one, but a very, very small amount of people, if anyone, is posting the bad highlights. They're not posting that they got laid off. They're not posting that they didn't get accepted to the college. They're not posting that they just had a falling out with, you know, a loved one. They're not posting the, the regular everyday things and, and life that happens to us, they're only posting the good, right? And and it's also an image. You know, a lot of times when people choose the image that they want to put on Instagram or Twitter, that's one image of possibly 25, 50, 300 other images that they didn't like. You know, and it's a snapshot. And now you're comparing your whole 
self to an image, right? Something that's 2D, two-dimensional. And basically what happens is this will, this will begin to produce discomfort in your own psyche, right? Constantly looking at this. So what I'm proposing is that you spend more time curating and building your own life, building your own business, working on your own craft. Spend more time doing that than you spend looking at someone else's timeline of what they've, they've been building. You know, how many times have you innocently got on social media, right? And you look up, you know, to say 15, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours has passed, right? And you're like, man, I didn't even know I've been on that long. Social media is a tool, but it appears that more people are using it for entertainment purposes, maybe as a vice to escape, maybe because they're lonely or they're bored. They're not necessarily using it for the potential good that it that it offers, right? So don't entertain yourself so much that you literally waste the one thing you can't get back, and that's time. You don't want to look up 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 30 years from now, and realize, man, I really wasted a lot of time because you can't get that back. It's one thing that we all get every day, and that's 24 hours. We got to utilize that in the best way possible. Don't sit around and scroll and scroll and scroll, eat, get back on, scroll, go out to the movies, scroll, go to the mall, scroll, drive home, scroll, go to sleep, wake up, scroll. That's. Do you see what's going on? Break the pattern. Start building. The time is right now. You know, you can use your your phone to make money. You know, uh, you know, you got this this thing called foreign exchange markets where you can literally study the markets and get into trading and get into stocks and CDs and thrift savings plans, things like that. You spend all time on your phone, educate yourself on how to be financially literate, how to buy a home, credit, interest, how to buy a car. You know, bad bit. Don't just spend all day scrolling nonsense. Another downside and why it can be dangerous is this overexposure to media, particularly negative media. Um, just because something is normalized doesn't make it right. You know, our culture and society has normalized social media use. I mean, you see it everywhere. You see it in movies, you know, television. You know, what have you, walk down the street, people are on it, walk in class, people are on it, go to a restaurant, people are on it. It's very prevalent in our society, but that does not mean that it's right just because it's normal. And the thing that we can infer from this usage is that it's almost as if, you know, it's become a part of us, like we need it. But the result is overexposure to media, period. You know, sometimes we see things we should not see. Sometimes we see things that we do not need to be exposed to on social media or shouldn't be exposed to. I mean, I've had times where I'm in class, in church, whatever, and I just, I'm just scrolling on there, whatever. I've seen pornography, extreme violence, you know, someone getting shot or attempting to kill themselves, things like this, drug use. 
you see all these things within a I've seen them all within a few scrolls. I mean literally a, a few scrolls in my thumb and I'm and I'm seeing this stuff on my timeline. And the thing about movies and television that they is that they'll have disclaimers and they have ratings um before showing them to audiences. You know, so people kinda know what to expect or not safe for work, not safe for whatever. But the thing about social media is that a nine year old child can see all the things I just mentioned before they even eat breakfast, right? Before they even get on the school bus. With no warning. It just pops up. And the human brain isn't fully developed until the age of 25. So you're getting these spikes of dopamine levels and, and, and getting exposed to certain images and media and opinions all day long, right? You can't ever think for yourself because you're constantly looking at other people's thoughts all day long and it actually will end up doing more to harm your brain than it does to help it if you're not careful however don't miss the gist of, of of what i'm saying i'm not blaming this all on social media i'm not saying all social media is evil social media is not changing us it's exposing us humans have always done bad things said bad things and thought bad things it's just easier now because we're exposed to it and we're all connected through this worldwide web. We can see it very fast. We can see a bad idea, a bad thought, a bad image instantly from anywhere in the world. So the takeaway or the point of this podcast is use social media as a tool. And remember ultimately that it's not reality. Okay? Curate your page so that it reflects hobbies, things that you're passionate about, things that motivate you. Follow people that motivate and inspire you, but they don't spend too much time on their page because some of that inspiration and motivation can be turned to envy. Or maybe you can feel like you're not you're not doing enough. So then you don't even want to try because somebody's doing it better. So don't spend too much time on their page, but at least follow somebody that's going to inspire you. Don't allow the media that you're in control of ultimately because you control your own page. Don't allow that to be just be filled with nonsense. You're in control of it. You're in control of who you follow, what you post, ultimately what you succumb to. You're in control of your page, right? And also, you don't have to accept everything you see or hear on social media. Ultimately, have your own opinion. Ultimately, look up and get the facts for yourself. A lot of times, the first report is wrong. A lot of times people just read headlines and run with that. Do your own research. Don't run with the herd. You know, it's crazy that you may see or hear something online that you may not really agree with. But then you look down and see that 50,000 other people shared it, liked it, retweeted it. You know, 100,000 reposts. You start to think, well, I mean, maybe I should agree with this if this... Many people agree with it, right? That's not right. You realize that you, you see that this is actually peer pressure on a larger scale. You feel more opted to laugh at the joke, to repost something because your friends are doing it or because everybody else is doing it. And it, it kind of becomes a community. It becomes another place for you to fit in by joining in on somebody else's failure, right? Laughing at someone else's calamity. Or maybe not voicing your own opinion because it goes against the crowd. But I'm here to tell you to have your own mind, have your own opinion. Don't follow the crowd. 
you know, you, you're constantly being flooded with the opinions of others, constantly seeing other thoughts on display that you can't think for yourself. And don't be one of those people. Think for yourself. Think independently. You know, read the Bible, pray, go for a walk, meditate, plan out your future, be kind to people, write down your goals, write, have a vision board. Wake up every day and look at your vision for your, for your, for your life for the next 10 or 20 years. Educate yourself. You know, those, those are the, some of the things that, that I'm doing. You know, I, and I really suggest taking a break from social media or at least a fast just to, just to kind of, you know, get a new perspective and, and, and get some clarity. Whether or not you decide to stay off for, your, for, even, for even an extended period of time or you decide to do away with it totally or you decide to come back on. The point is you want to take a break to refresh yourself. To start thinking some new things, to start planning some things out. Don't get caught up in the pattern of just scrolling and getting swept up into what everyone else is doing. You know, it's kind of cliche, and we've all heard, you know, our moms or dads say it to us. But when you say, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going, I want to go somewhere," and they say, "Oh no, you can't go," and you say, "Well, everyone's gonna be there." And then what do they say? If everybody jumps off a bridge, you're gonna jump off a bridge too. And it's kind of funny and we laugh at it, but then that statement has a lot of truth. Everyone's on social media. Everybody posted it. Everybody laughed at it. So we're just supposed to do it too? No. No, think for yourself. So what I'm saying is not, you know, deactivate your account, just go ghost or whatever. I mean, maybe that's if that's what you want to do, but I would just suggest you can just delete the apps off of your, your, your iPhone or Android or whatever computer laptop whatever you can just delete the apps off of there so that way your account is still up but you don't have the pressure of you know that habit of when you open your phone you see that logo and you just want to click on it sometimes you may just click on it, i don't even realize it you just pull it out you're standing in line you're waiting for something you just pull it out to pass time so what i'm saying is that no you actually delete those apps you know connect with the people around you think for yourself you know plan out your future um don't 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 succumb to just scrolling all day all right and i can almost guarantee that you will see a difference and feel a difference and it might even be kind of weird at first but after a few days or so you'll see that hey, i'm actually i'm feeling better so again social media isn't evil but like so many other things it can be if it's misused so the last thing i'm going to leave you all with is just a you know quick message of um, the social media, some of the uh, social media creators talking about some of the downsides. These are people who actually made the, these platforms and they're talking about some of the downsides and, and some of the negative consequences that they knew would be a side effect of usage and they, and they, wanna, they wanna head with it anyway. So just take a quick listen to the people who actually created these sites. This is, this is how some of them think and what some of them have done. All right, so take a quick listen. That stark warning from one of the founders of Facebook, the site's first president, Sean Parker, is now admitting that Facebook was designed to be addictive, and he's now worried about what that means for our children's brains. 
ABC's Ariel Reshef is here with the story. Good morning, Ariel. Good morning to you, George. Anyone who uses social media might admit it can be hard to tear yourself away. Now the former head of Facebook says that's exactly what the founders intended. And like the site he helped create this morning, he has our attention. He's the billionaire brainiac who helped launch Facebook, otherwise known as the guy Justin Timberlake played in the social network. Drop the the, just Facebook. But now, former Facebook president Sean Parker is sounding the alarm about the potentially addictive nature of social media. Like, what is that doing to people's brains? Speaking at an Axios event Wednesday, Parker, who worked with Mark Zuckerberg to develop Facebook with a bombshell claim, saying the site was intentionally built to hook you. That thought process was all about how do we consume as much of your time and conscious attention as possible. It's a social validation feedback loop because you're exploiting a vulnerability in, in human psychology. The 38-year-old mogul admits he, along with other pioneers of social media, knew what they were doing. We understood this consciously and we did it anyway. Facebook estimates it's more than 2 billion users spend about 50 minutes per day on its apps, including Instagram and Messenger. It literally changes your relationship with society, with each other. While the medical community has yet to classify social media as addictive, like alcohol or gambling, one recent study found that participants who appeared to use social media most compulsively showed changes in the part of the brain that controls impulse. It's much more helpful to say, look, we're very vulnerable to this. It acts on us in many ways, in the ways addictive substances will. As for Parker, he now calls himself a conscientious objector to the site he helped create. Will you post on Facebook again? Of course. No, I post on Facebook all the time. I post on, I, 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 I use these platforms. I just don't, I just don't let these platforms use me. Platforms use me. Platforms use me. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. That's going to wrap up today's podcast. As always, continue to share, to stream, to like, and continue to stay locked in with this family, all right? Like mentioned before, you can now become an Inspiration Ideas patron. All funds are going to go to expanding the message, travel, hosting guests, and merchandise. If you pledge $25 or more, you get an Inspiration Ideas t-shirt. All right, you don't want to miss out. They're one-on-one. They're going to sell for $25 or more patrons. But as always, what means the most to me is hearing your feedback, knowing that these podcasts are helping you, and knowing that you're living a better life as a result. That means the most to me. So as always, stay up. Let's get better together. And until next time, thank you.